the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. We got to hit, we got to hit passing gear here real quick. <laughs> okay. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Larry Harker's Auto. Calm down. <laughs> Nobody understood what you just said. <laughs> this portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Larry Harker's Auto. Been around since 1967. You know and I know that Bob at Larry Harker's Auto is one of the best diagnosticians I've ever met. Yes. I would venture a guess that he could probably kick my butt. He is really, really good. 38th Avenue and Indian School, auto electrical work, brake service, auto emissions, vehicle maintenance. But they can find problems that start with, I've had my car to 20 other shops and no one can find this problem. And they have the patience for it. And he has the patience for it, which is something that, a gene that I'm missing every once in a while. No. <laughs> and thank you for bringing that up. You're welcome. Okay. So anyway, Larry Harker's Auto, 38th Avenue and Indian School. Ellen runs the, the front and Bob runs the back. Mm-hmm. A great place. If you live in that area or if you've got one of those, nobody can fix it, then Bob at Larry Harker's is a good guy. Let's go to the phones. We promised Gilbert. Gilbert, good morning. How can we help you? Um, you can help me. I have a. I think the expression you were looking for earlier was a snowball's chance in hell. Might have been Thank one, you, Gilbert. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I have a two thousand and one. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I have a two thousand and one Ford Ranger with a three liter. It's a five speed, and I uh, have had to replace the uh, idle air control valve about four times. And what happens is. I'll put a new one in. It's under warranty, so it's not costing me anything. So I'll put a new one in. It'll run fine. And then all of a sudden, in between gears, when I put the clutch in, it'll go up to three or 4,000. And then okay. when I put it back into gear, well, obviously it's under load. And so the, the RPMs go where they need to be. And so I have that difficulty. And so I'll put another one in. Uh, I'm getting it at a uh, a parts store, a very reputable parts store, O'Reilly's, who are the best. And uh, I'll put that in, and then all of a sudden, it'll start up again. So I'll take it off, okay. go okay. with my warranty. Okay. Okay. So why I, I is that it. happening? I get sir? it. Four of them. I've replaced the throttle control positioner already. Okay, okay. Um, uh, n- n- number one, the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and <laughs> and expecting a different outcome. Number two, um, I'm not going to necessarily agree with the very best parts are located at the very best shop, but I can tell you this. There's a good chance that somebody has messed with the what we call the base idle screw and there's a good chance that the three of them, the TPS, which you've changed, and the idle air control motor, which you've changed, and the throttle blades, the throttle blades, um, which may have been changed, more than likely those have come undone. And you have to synchronize all three of those. So you don't have the ability under any way, shape, or form 
of understanding how the synchronization works. But basically, we are going to have the throttle blades at a particular TPS setting. We're going to accomplish that by either adjusting the, T or the uh, throttle position sensor or, or some other fashion. Then we have to have the idle air control motor seated. And so we're going to be setting up throttle blades, TPS, and idle air control motor. So it's called, it's called resetting minimum idle authority. So I think we resetting, can all agree that resetting it's not... Minimum idle authority, sir? Yes. Resetting idle minimum authority. idle. Thank you. Yeah, you can look it up all you want, but like I said, you are best served by having somebody that, that does it do it again, or somebody that does it for a living. But you're more than welcome to do that. But basically, it's a synchronization, IAC, idle air control motor, throttle position sensor, and throttle blades. The computer has to know what the heck's going on. So if it expects the RPM to be this and it sees the TPS at this, it goes, why? Because the RPM and the TPS should be synchronized. So that's what it's all about. Now, the other possibility is, is you've got a vacuum leak that's taken a, a, a time to show up. So if you have a vacuum leak, then the idle air control motor doesn't know what to do because the idle's going up, the computer's telling it to shut, but the idle keeps going up because you got a bad PCV valve, a bad PCV valve line, or a bad brake booster. And because the idle's going up and the TPS says zero and the idle air control motor is shut, the computer is completely confused because we introduce air to the motor to raise and lower the idle. So we open the air, we get higher idle. We open, we shut air, we get lower idle. So we're not adding fuel to, to raise your your Ford's idle and your Chevrolet and everybody else, we add air. So at, if we're at, at 600 and we want 700, we bleed more air into the motor. has nothing to do with fuel. So anyway, good luck to you, and thank you for holding as long as you did, Gilbert. Paul, you're up next. How can I help you? Hey, Mark. I wanted to know your take on a uh, comparison of vehicles, uh, two trucks, would be a uh, Ford F-150 Versus, uh, Give me the next one real quick. <laughs> Hold on, stop, stop. Give me the next one real quick. <laughs> uh, Toyota Tundra. <laughs> Toyota Tundra. <laughs> yeah. You started well, it off saying Ford, so yeah, it was just yeah. like I'm we were right you. to the next one, just I'm, joking around. I'm teasing you. I'm teasing you. I'm teasing you. You're, okay. are you. The Ford F-150? Go ahead. Yes, correct. Yes. And so I'm, <clears throat> what, I'm, what I'm looking for is, in, I guess, your opinion on, on what you would choose. Um, I'm open to a used uh, anything from a 2014 to a 2017. Okay. Well, I like the idea for used. If you have a, a heart of steel and you can negotiate, I like that too. <laughs> right. I think Carfax is absolutely important. Absolutely mm -hmm. important. And a pre-sale inspection by the shop that's going to do your work is really important. And if they're not willing to give you those, then walk away. Okay. I think what matters to me in a used car environment is, is I think you'll agree, I want the original owner. I want all the maintenance records. That's what I want. Right. So I want the old gray. Hello. Stay with us, Paul. They'll be right back really short, shortly. Okay. And I said I'd be happy okay. to. So I went over there and looked at it. It's a 2000. 2015 uh, Ford Focus. Fusion. Fusion. It was a Fusion. And uh, they wanted, hold on just a minute, they wanted 12000 for it, and I think we bought it for ten. I looked it over good. However, 
we took it in for, there was a bunch of recalls that had not been accomplished. We took it in to have the recalls done, and the door panels had been ripped apart by some cannibal. And the Ford dealership in the East Valley said that it needs a new wiring harness, and there's all kinds of aftermarket parts in there, so therefore we're washing our hands of it. None of that was true. And they said that there's dirt and dust in the door indicating it might have been a flood car, and that's not true. So we go in there and we find out, yes, somebody's cannibalized, cannibalized all four doors. However, the last person and the only person that had this is a Ford dealership in New Mexico. And it was taken in for the recall that had not been performed, and that tells me that some young buck tore that car apart, didn't have a clue as to what he was doing. Somebody put it back together and gave it back to the customer because that's the only other person in this equation. We didn't replace the wire harness. One of the pins had come out of the plug. So to get the door lock to work, we simply plugged in the plug. And inside there was no aftermarket parts. And here's the deal. Okay, got to turn on your radio. But the idea is is that there was no aftermarket parts. And i got to be honest with you, the door regulators and many of the parts inside of a Ford door, a Chevy door, a Toyota door, those only come from the dealership. So to answer your question, I like the Toyota Tundra, but I think you should decide based on what I said. One owner, maintenance records, and a clean Carfax. Never been wrecked. Those are the things you're looking for. Now, if the Ford is a one owner, all the maintenance records, maybe Grandma Moses that never drove over 50 miles an hour and nobody's ever sat in the passenger seat, I'd take that. I think, too, we've seen quite a few times where the vehicles have a couple um, they're a couple of years old and they have low mileage, so everyone just assumes, hey, nothing could be wrong with it. Um, it's got low mileage. It's only a couple years old, so they don't get that used car check or pre-purchase inspection, and we end up finding that it's been in an accident that it has. We had one the other day that they had fixed the bodywork but didn't fix um, mechanical portions, and they had hit hit something in the right front. So, you know, it's pulling right. It's got all sorts of issues, and... The guy had no idea. And and let me tell you something. I remember a lady came in, and we and she says, I think you're high at 125 for a used car checkover. And I said, ma'am, it's an hour. Mm-hmm. And we're going to put two pairs of eyes on it because we're going to have two of our senior guys look it over. So we gave her a list of stuff that needed to be done to the tune of $900. Mm-hmm. She took it back to the dealer. They did the $900 yeah. worth of work based on our list. And she came back, and she said, so I spent a buck and a quarter, and I made 900 and I said, well, if you're unhappy, <laughs> I don't know why. And yeah. she says, no, I am very happy. That was worth it. Now, I can, I'm going to guess that more than 75% of the time, that's exactly what happened. The cause, the, the, the issues we find overwhelm the amount of money that the shop charges for the pre-purchase inspection. Yes. yes. And, and then, of course, if they show um, uh, repairs on, on, on some uh, stationary purchased at the stationary store, if you bring those along, we can look at those, too, to make sure that it does have a new alternator and the air compressor is less than a year old and stuff like that. So the pre-purchase, but I'm not going to tell you not to buy the Ford. I'm just going to put those parameters, one owner, many re- maintenance records, and a good price. If you go to kbb.com, kellybluebook.com, you can punch in Two the minutes. vehicles, and you can put private party sale and then it gives you a speedometer, and the speedometer says if you want trade-in, click here. If you want private party, click here. If you want dealer new, click here. And yeah. it gives you this speedometer-looking thing that you can look at all three prices. Now, obviously, if you're going to buy from a private party, you would really like to buy between trade-in and private party number. 
That's yeah, where you well, they, they do on the private party. It will list private party, but then it will say fair to excellent, which they say, you know, less than 3% is excellent. So if you you look up private party and then you look at the, you know, fair to excellent somewhere in that range, obviously you don't want to be a lot higher than excellent because that means it's overpriced. And you have that chart. Thank you for bringing that up. You can click the three options right there yes. and it will change the price appropriately. Yes. But you have to see the car before you can make that conclusion. Yes. So that's what I would do if I were you. And thank you for letting us tease you, Paul. One minute. All righty. Ford versus Toyota. Either one is a good, I, 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 great, I said that. great product. Yeah. All right. Real quick. I'm going to test you real quick. Okay. I took my lawnmower in, and how much did they charge me labor? What did you have done? Oh, okay. <laughs> I had a $9.69 pulley, idler pulley for the belt that runs the blades. I had another idler for $11.81, and I had a $44 flat belt installed, and they put some differential fluid in it. Now, let me ask you this question. What's the relationship between parts and labor, typically? Which is it 70-30? Is it 90-10? What's the relationship between parts and labor? Maybe 50-50? I'm with you. That's exactly what I say. Okay. I say. I say that's the worst thing. <laughs> okay. So basically, we have $85 worth of parts. I would say an hour worth of labor. At what price? Um... A lawnmower shop? Yeah. I don't know. What are their labor rates? 60, 70 bucks? Okay. Well, let me just educate you there, spring chicken. <laughs> okay. Okay. $85 in labor and $464 in labor at $145 an hour. Wow. Mark, Was got, it? Mark got the horn. <laughs> <laughs> Is it that vintage push mower out there? You know what? I fixed that myself. I paid 30, I paid $30. For, by the way, folks, I have a 40-year-old American seven-blade push mower with clutch back that has brand new tires. you have a 12-year-old kid that wants to mow your acreage. Well, wait a minute. No. This is for a, an older lady that has a very small piece of grass. And I bought the mower for 20 bucks. I put $35 worth of tires on it, and it worked like brand new. I know, but that would be a good punishment That's for a not young the one. kid. This is a riding lawnmower. Can we stay on focus here? Okay, this is a riding lawnmower. Honest to God, the bill's $578.06. You got it. Yeah, I got it all right. Yeah. I got it. I'm never going back there. $145 an hour for lawnmower service? That's a and the, lawnmower. what's the relationship here? 464 in labor and 85 in parts? You sound like a bad customer. I, I got the horn. <laughs> <laughs> so just remember, here, I'm going to give you this to you. If anybody complains about our labor rate, show them what I paid on my lawnmower. <laughs> sure. I think we missed our break. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't care about that. Who cares about breaks? Gil, are you mad at me, buddy? Gil, he's mad at me. <laughs> you can tell he's mad at me. Well, before we take a break, let me just tell you this. Air Park Auto is in Scottsdale. Air Park Auto is a good place to go. It's the only place north of Lincoln between 56th Street, Cave Creek to the north, and Fountain Hills to the east, north of that area, that big block, Air Park Auto. They're on Rain Tree, just east of Hayden, and they've been around a very long time. Nadine is the sole owner, and she's a female, and she knows cars. Her and Stacy opened it way back in the early 90s when Renee and I opened our new building, but Stacy passed away, but Nadine still is, own, is the owner, and she answers to no man. So if you're a lady, that might be exactly the kind of repair shop that you want to stop at. Again, Rain, or Air Park Auto on Rain Tree, just east of Hayden. We'll be back in a minute. Now you have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. 
In 2003, Thunderbird Automotive was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online directory. They're proud of their A-plus rating. Thunderbird Automotive has ASE certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Automotive offers a free courser inspection on every vehicle, the same one that some charge $49 for. They now offer a three-year, 36,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have to stop in to Thunderbird Automotive at 88th Avenue in Thunderbird, just west of the 101. For more information, visit them online at ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Or drive right in at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird, just west of the 101. Earnings vary based on your effort. Message and data rates may apply. Do you want to learn how to make money flipping houses right here in Phoenix? If so, we have an amazing opportunity for you. We're looking for a small group of motivated individuals to join our real estate investing team. You'll learn our simple three-step system for flipping homes right here in the local area. This is Stan Merrill, star of A&E's hit TV show, Flip This House. My team and I are looking for a handful of people in the Phoenix area who want to learn how to make money flipping houses in your spare time using other people's money. Phoenix is a perfect market for my system, and next week, I'm holding a free two-hour educational workshop where you will learn how to make money flipping homes and how to build long-term wealth with income properties. To get two free tickets to Than's Workshop, text LEARN to 99000. Seating is extremely limited. Text WEALTH to 99000 right now because this free ticket offer expires this Friday. Text LEARN to 99000. That's LEARN to 99000. This station is not responsible for the problems that Mark may cause for the following. Wife's mother's daughters, ex-wives, grandmothers, great-grandmothers, stepmothers, daughters, and in-laws. If you find yourself agreeing with everything Mark says, please seek professional help. Welcome back, everybody. I'm going to go ahead and uh, turn off the second microphone because Andy has given up the ghost, and uh, and she's decided to go shopping. I will stay for one more commercial. So one more commercial. <laughs> oh, you don't want me to snitch you off. So my wife and and Andy's grandmother, my wife's mother, are waiting to go shopping. And so Andy, you can you just stick here for a few more minutes. This portion of Under the Hood is brought to you by Kurtz. Auto Repair, I-17 and Bell, northeast corner. Kurt, Eric, and Jeff are the three predominant guys there, and they know what they're talking about. They're very honest, and I can't tell you how many times I've sent cars in that geographical area to them, and I remember specifically one lady was told by two shops she needed an engine, and Kurt's fixed the problem for less than $100. So I was pretty excited about that because that's the kind of people they are. So if you live anywhere near Bell and I-17... Kurtz is a great place. He's just east of, of the I-17 on the north side of the road. Kurtz Auto Repair. Let's go to Robert number one, because we have two Roberts. Robert number one, how can we help you? Well, thanks for taking my call. I, I just love your guys' show, and especially because it's local. It's a, I listen to it all the time. So Thank I thought the that. call in. I'm having a problem. I have a 2010 Malibu LT with a 2.4 liter engine in it. And this past summer, when the, the temperatures were getting real high, uh, you know, I was using the air conditioner and all that, and it was doing fine. But then all of a sudden, it started kicking into this uh, reduced power mode where all the different, you know, warning lights that went off, it was reduced power, ESC, traction control. And the thing would, I couldn't drive it faster than 20 miles an hour, and it smelled like it was running real rich. 
And I, okay. uh, you know, I've, I've, I've tried to look things up on the internet about it. Uh, one of the things I think may be possible is a throttle body sensor, but it also seems to me that this can be a problem that's caused by so many things that I don't know where to start. Help. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you're right. You, you, you don't have the ability. Here, here's the deal. The first ESC is electronic stability control. Obviously, I think you said ABS as well. That's kind of a wheel sensor focus, but I don't know if there'd be a reduced power response by a wheel sensor loss. Now, yes, we'd have a wheel sensor loss, and that would knock out your ABS, but your brakes would work perfectly. It's just that you'd be able to go into a four-wheel skid. So the answer is, is we're going to go into the computer, and we're going to say, hey, what's going on in your world? And it says, these are the codes I have right now, and here's some historical data. So now okay. we're going to go through those codes, and we're going to look at the throttle position sensor, and we're going to look at the ILR control motor. We're going to look at all that stuff, and we're going to be in the car, and we're going to make it happen. But the key you said was it smells rich and probably like sulfur. So we have a rich condition that's throwing us into reduced power, and it could be a, a stuck injector. It could be a bad fuel pressure regulator. It could be a, a bad... Um, See fuel pressure regulator, a stuck injector, or we could have a crankcase full of, of, of gasoline fumes that's adding an additional source to the engine because we're going to suck the fumes off the, uh, the crankcase and burn them again. So you're going to spend between $75 and probably $125, $135 for the diagnostic, and then the shop is going to tell you what we're going to fix and replace, and you're going to say, is this a guess or a fix? And they better say, it's a fix, and say, just write down your diagnosis, write down that it's going to be a fix, and write down that this much money is going to, going to fix it, and then I'm authorizing you to go ahead and go forward, because that's what customers should say. I don't want right. you to be guessing with my money, but that's what I think you have. I think the key here is, is the smell of rich. That's the key. We need to deal with that first, and then we'll know whether it's going to wipe out all your other problems. Could this possibly right. have anything to do? Could this have anything to do with uh, the, uh, uh, the you know the, the the evaporated the fuel system? Where I had a problem where it was like for some reason uh, it, the the fuel system was leaking the uh, some of the fumes or something like that. Right, and I had that right. fixed a while back. No. The evaporative system is nothing more than you have a closed fuel tank, and we put a, a hose on the top of it, and then we have a vent that we can have air go in, and we're sucking the, the vapor fumes off the engine and burning them again. The computer has the ability to see when that system goes away. So it turns on okay. your evaporative light, and then we go in, we introduce smoke to the system, we're going to find the broken plastic wire, we're going to find the grommet that's leaking, we're going to fix it and send you on your way. But this has nothing to do with the evaporative system. I would be... I would guess that it would be one in a thousand, so the odds are pretty small in Mark Salem's world. Okay? Okay. All righty. Thank you very much. And we're going to go to Michael, and then we're going to go to Robert number two. Michael, good morning. How can I help you? Hey, good morning, Mark. Hey, what do I want to do on a Saturday but work on my car? Oh, perfect. I'm going to, as soon as I get done here, I'm going to work on my Bobcat, so mm -hmm. you and I will have dirty fingernails for dinner. Well, it's just the time of the year. I have a 2002 Highlander. Toyota, and the okay. air conditioner is stuck in the air conditioning mode on high. None of the controls work. There's no display on it. I I googled my friend, and he said that it it could be it's a typical problem with the Highlander, and it's probably a bad circuit connection. What do you okay. think? 
Well, um, I, I would go in and talk to the Highlander, and I would also disconnect the negative and the positive battery cables. I would take the two cable ends, not the battery terminals. I would touch them together and walk away. I touch them together to the count of 20, and then I'd set them individually on two rags, and I'd walk away for about an hour. That's called a boot, just like your computer. You shut it off, you unplug it, you let it sit, you put it back on, it gives it a fresh new life. That's the first thing I do. The second thing I do is check all the fuses. You said you don't have any instrument or any lights on the front of it, so I'd be looking at the fuses. It could easily the, be. That's just on the air conditioner side. The radio works fine and all that, and I, I know there's two are tied together in some way. Okay, well, you're going to have at least a blower fuse. Yeah. So, you know, for the blower motor, and you're probably going to have a fuse that runs the condenser fan and the and the AC unit. I'm I'm guessing based on all the cars in the world that that I've worked on. So so the answer is is I think this is going to entail some diagnostics. I think that you should say, do you have a good Toyota guy? Because this isn't going to be something that everybody works on. And I can tell you clearly, I haven't seen this before in my life. So you're telling me something I've never seen. I don't know if our shop's ever fixed it. So I would be a little leery about thumping my chest and telling you that I'm the best guy for the, for the job. This might be a dealership issue, and I'll tell you why. There's going to be some guy in that shop that's seen this before, if not many of them, because the, all they work on is your Highlander or your Toyota. So there are times that I will refer someone to the dealer because... It's a problem I've never heard, and there's no sense in you paying for on-the-job training. I agree. So in your in your particular case, now, here's what I have to offer you. I'd like to learn from that. So I'll give you a free oil change if you'll bring me the repair receipt on that, and that will give us an opportunity to learn from what fixed it. But don't bring me the repair receipt till after you've driven it a week to make sure it is fixed. Yeah. Okay. Is, there right. uh, is there a particular garage uh, on your list that handles electronic uh, controls like this? It's an automatic air. No, you automatic. Yeah, automatic climate control. No, right. I think I would. I would. I would type in the Toyota dealerships in the geographical area around you, and I would use the word reviews, and I would find which one of them has the best reviews, and then I would probably go to them. That's what I. That's my best advice for you. All right. Thank you very much. I got to run. You betcha. Thank you very much. We'll be back. We're on. on, We're late. We'll be back in just a minute. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating, and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates, and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint, and it's waterborne paint, so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. I don't get why so many people still have old-school home security systems. Meet Ryan, a police officer, not an actor. Expensive contracts, false alarms, easy to disable. 
I wouldn't own one. Like so many officers, Ryan chose Blink Home Security. Blink got home security right. They're discreet, super affordable video cams you install yourself in minutes. They're wireless and run on two batteries that last two years. Blink is motion activated so when it detects something in or around my home, it sends a video alert to my smartphone. If it's a threat, I call 911. And Blink's live feed option is total peace of mind. It lets me check in on my smartphone from anywhere. So I know when my kids get home, doors are locked, everything's code for. Cameras start at just $99. Order now and get 10% off at BlinkProtect.com slash radio. BlinkProtect.com slash radio. BlinkProtect.com slash radio. Officer endorsement compensated. Hi, I'm LeVar Burton, and I'm proud to be a book person. Every child deserves to have access to books because children who grow up with books invariably do better in life than children who do not. How do I choose a book? Is it the cover? Uh, yeah, some, I guess, you know, it's sometimes it's the cover, sometimes it's the title. I guess I'm pretty visual, so it's a combination of those two. The first book I remember was Captain's Courageous. When I finished that book, I had become so involved with these characters. So here's the thing. If a book's really, really impressing me and the writing is really, really good, I will peek and see what the last paragraph is. Because the ends, the endings of books, if it's really, really well done, that ending, that last thought should rock you. I am a book person. And if you're a book person, too, read to a child and spark a lifetime of ambition. Join me at bookpeopleunite.org because reading is fundamental. A public service announcement brought to you by Reading is Fundamental, Library of Congress, and the Ad Council. It only takes a minute to find out if you may have prediabetes. And you can do it at doihaveprediabetes.org. But you're probably not going to. Nope. I'm sure you've got a perfectly good excuse. Kids, work, <laughs> I get it. You're busy. So what better time than now? Let's begin. Raise one finger if you're a man. Ladies, none yet. Oh, count in your head if you're driving. Now, three more fingers for everyone over 60, two over 50, one over 40, one more if you're not physically active, another finger if anyone in your family has type 2 diabetes, another if you've got high blood pressure, if you're overweight, raise another finger, two if you're very overweight, and three if you're really overweight. You've just taken the world's first audio prediabetes test. And if you're holding up five or more fingers, visit doihaveprediabetes.org or talk to your doctor. There's no excuse because prediabetes can be reversed. Brought to you by the Ad Council and its pre-diabetes awareness partners. All about that demon, all Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. we got John on the line. The lines are open, 602-508-0960. But before I get John, i got to talk about Automatic Transmission Exchange, ATE. We affectionately call Automatic Transmission Exchange. They've been in the Phoenix area at the same location at 40th Street in Washington since 1968. Phil and his staff are really good transmission people. They all have gray hair, and they've been around a long time. So they don't do just overhauls. They say very few of the cars that come in absolutely have to have overhauls. A lot of transmissions today can be fixed with a part or a reprogram or just a simple repair. So Automatic Transmission Exchange is a good guy, 40th Street in Washington, and if you live anywhere near Central Phoenix, that would be the transmission shop I would suggest you go to. We're going to go to the phones real quick, and we're going to start with Robert number two. Thank you for holding, Robert. Howdy, Mark. Thank you. Um, you bet. I'm, uh, <laughs> When you talked to that nice lady a little while ago about uh, the used car checkover, it brought to mind something that I'm wondering if I might be able to add a new concept 
to your amazing vocabulary. Um, how about the term warranty optimization in connection with a with a checkover? I've got a 14 ES350 Lexus. It's coming up on the end of the warranty period. I'm wondering if it would make sense, if the same logic would apply, to bring the car to somebody like you to do the equivalent of a new car checkover, but really focused on factory warranted items so that I could take a list to the dealer, ask them to do the same thing and say, well, what about this and what about that on your list and see if I can wedge as many covered repairs that are arguable into that car before that expiration date. Does that make sense? Okay. Yeah, it's, uh, we, we have that a lot. My warranty's all, all almost over. Please look over the card and denote anything that needs to be done, and I'll go back to my selling dealer, and, and we will discuss this list of repairs. First of all, you have to understand that there is a terrible relationship. Acrim, what's that? Gil, what's that word? Acrimonious. Yeah, acrimonious. That's that's word. Thank you. That's the kind of it, it's kind of like um, a husband and wife who's been divorced because one of them cheated on the other. You know, they don't like one another. That's the kind of relationship we have. All right. So so it's going to be a tough sell unless it's really obvious. Now there are some dealers that I I, I recommend and there are some dealers I I respect. There's a lot more that I don't. But the idea is is this: your idea is very valid. Your idea is very valid, but think about this. They get paid for warranty work, too. So why not take it to two dealers during the warranty period, during the last month of warranty period, and have the first one look it over and fix what it needs, and then take it to the second one and say, you know, I don't know if the, the list was completed. I'd like another fresh pair of eyes. That way you don't have to pay anything. And oh. you get two different eyes to look at it, and there's nothing wrong with that. I do that. So when my 2012 Dodge was out, and I took it over to Tempe Dodge, and I said, look her over, guys. And they looked at me, and they go, do you already have your own list? <laughs> I said, no, but I will if you don't come up with one. And he goes, okay. You wear <laughs> no, I, I, I do lots of business with them. Um, right. they, have, they have treated my referrals like they treat all the rest of their customers in a very nice way. So I'm not going to do a Tempe Dodge uh, commercial, but I'm going to tell you that's the dealership I use for our brand-new customer shuttle van and my pickup truck. Right. And so I, I do like them, but I like your idea, but I think you're going to get caught in the middle of two people that don't like one another, and I think my plan is better than your plan, and that's just have two. Now, the second guy will know your car was just in. But you're just going to politely say, I'd like a fresh pair of eyes. I'm just not quite not comfortable with the first analysis. That's waving the red, fla red flag in front of the bull, and they'll come up with something to make themselves look better. Okay? Gotcha. One more quick question. Thank you. In okay. your experience, do dealers have, service departments, have a real financial incentive to find and fix everything that's arguably covered by the warranty. Um, yes, they, they, there is a significant motivation to identify warranty items and have them fixed for the technician, for the service writer, and for the dealer. So the answer to your question is: is there's nothing wrong with that? Yes, that's there. No, I, I think that's there, great. I was worried that that uh, you know intuitively I would think, well, they're just going to try and you know, save the manufacturer money and but if but if that's no. a good revenue stream for them, 
then there would be a financial incentive. I was wondering if you had had that experience. No, I, I, I think I think that um, they're 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 going to get paid for what they have. And see, here's what happened real quick: we had the mothership, and we had five levels of people, and then we have the dealership. Okay, so we have all those different levels of people. So then the dealership had a warranty issue that may or may not be inside the warranty. Then they go to step level number four, and then four goes to three, and three goes to two, and da 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 da, and all this happened. So what happened is is they flushed out the entire middle. And they gave all the money related to new car sales to the dealers and said, you make people happy. That's what happened. So they got a lot of money. They're a little stingy with it sometimes, but that money flowed, and they have the ultimate say whether they tell you that or not. So that's a good thing. They've gutted all those management positions in the middle, and they've put the responsibility to make people happy right there at the dealership level. And I applaud them for that. So that's the answer. Anyway, we've got to take a break. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. We'll be back in a minute. Are you looking for a way to create the life you really deserve? Hi, I'm Dean Kane, actor, director, and real estate investor, and I have to tell you about this amazing opportunity you just can't afford to miss. The National Real Estate Network is offering a free DVD called My Network is My Net Worth, where you can see for yourself the house flipping system that has taken the nation by storm. Who would have thought creating a network of thousands of investors working together to find, fund, buy, or sell properties for profit was so simple? So if you're ready to start making money flipping houses, call me now to get your free DVD. Call 1-800-435-9711 now and get your free DVD and learn how to get started making thousands of dollars flipping houses. Call 800-435-9711 immediately and you'll also get two free tickets to a live training event where you'll receive a free meal and a gift package worth hundreds of dollars just for attending. Call 800-435-9711. That's 800-435-9711 and get your free DVD today. Okay, Simon, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. And what do people normally wear? Clothes. Exactly. So now mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Clothes keep us warm, they look good, and if we go out without them, the neighbors will talk. So it's important to know how to get dressed. Here's how it's done. Underwear always comes first, name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole, or you have to start all over. If you're wearing a tie, it goes over, round, round, through, and pull tight. Tuck your shirt into your pants and zip up your fly. Socks going first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and you left with bunny ears. I love bunnies. Good to know. Now remember, spots don't go with stripes, socks don't go with sandals, and if you've tucked in your shirt, wear a belt. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But spending just two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier and could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. For fun two-minute videos to watch while brushing, visit 2min2x.org. That's 2min2x.org. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. Captain Eric Lawrence was training Afghan soldiers when his truck was hit by an IED. I was on the way from Kandahar to Klot. I hit an IED that just took the truck and threw it up in the air and slammed it on the ground. I knew at first that I I got hurt pretty bad because I couldn't move my legs. I sat home alone for months. I didn't want that anymore. I wanted to go back to work. I was hesitant at first, you know, because I didn't work for a good year. I want to be a productive person. I don't want to be a drain on society. I want to be a positive thing in society. PBA helped me write my resume, got me a job interview. I got the job. 
Helping veterans like Eric is what we've done for over 65 years. Paralyzed Veterans of America, paving access for veterans' employment through Operation PAVE. For more information, visit pva.org. A public service message from Paralyzed Veterans of America. Patriot App Tip number 5. Listening to 960 on the Patriot App but want to see the latest from the Patriot on Twitter and Facebook? Click the upper left-hand corner and access both without leaving the app. Download the Patriot app at your app store today. Got an iPhone, BlackBerry, or smartphone? Download the Patriot app for your phone. Just go to your app store or log on to 960thepatriot.com today. Welcome back, everybody. It's uh, 43 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. Every Saturday from 10 to 12, we're here talking about car car repair problems. This isn't about my shop. It's about a, a bunch of shops in the Valley that I have vetted for you, and I know that they're good shops and they'll fix your car right. Even to this extent, on the website it says, I promise you'll be happy, but if one of the shops refuses to do what the Better Business Bureau tells them to do, whether it's make a refund or to fix your car. If they say no in the dispute resolution process, then Mark Salem will step up and write a check up to $5,000 for you or fix your car up to $5,000. So I've got my money where my mouth is. And I want to tell you something. I've never spent a dime since 1988. These guys are the best there is. And they eh, they have complaints every once in a while. But when we go through the Better Business Process, and if BBB says, give them back $62, the shop writes a check. Good guys. They're all at MarkSalem.com. MarkSalem.com. SNS Tire Service, real quick, is a good place. They have three locations in the West Valley, Peoria, Surprise, and Goodyear. They have a great line of tires in every different brands. So you can go in there and you can say, here's my car. Would you give me three prices out the door for good, better, best? And then you can decide what's best for you. But everything from wheelbarrow tires to tractor tires and everything in between, SNS has it. Now they'll balance your tires and they do alignments and suspension work. So if you've got abnormal wear on your old tires, then that's the great, that's a good time, the best time to have your suspension and alignment issues addressed. You don't put new tires on your car and then take it somewhere and say align it because they can't see the wear on the old tires, so they don't really know what direction to go in. So, S&S Tires, again, Peoria, Surprise, and Goodyear. John, good morning to you. How can I help you? Good morning, Mark, ladies, um, or actually it's afternoon. I have an AC question for you. I have a 2001 Chevy Astro van. It's my wife's paint van, and we had some AC work done on it. They basically replaced the whole system um, because the filter inside of one of the lines was about a, a third full of stuff. Um, okay. I compared that to my filter on my airless or her airless, um, we're running fine. And then they said, I need to replace the whole system. I said, go for it. Now, at when we're driving down the road, she drives it like a grandma. I drive it like a work van. I hit... 55, 45, and I want to get that thing moving with the air seat, uh, with the AC on 100%. The AC shuts off. When I say it shuts off, it doesn't blow, it doesn't do anything. And when I get up to, I'm going to say 55 or 60, the AC turns back on. That's after I've leveled out, if that makes sense, at a certain level okay. of speed. All right. Um, I want to ask you a couple questions. Sure. I want to ask you a couple questions. You say the AC cuts out. 
but I'm betting that it's probably defaulting to the defrost. And it stops blowing out of the center, but it defaults to the defrost. I want you to drive your car and do just exactly that, and here's the key. When you're driving along at a steady throttle, you have AC coming out of the center vents, but when you stuff that to the floor, we dump all the AC, all the vacuum. And at that particular point, your Astro van um, has a little ball underneath the right front of the car in front of the right front fender. There's two little vacuum lines to go with this grapefruit-sized ball. You're never going to get to it, so don't even try. <laughs> Nevertheless, one of them comes off. Somebody's in that area working, and all this AC is in that area. So, and I'll tell you why I know this. We just made the same mistake. Oh. We just did it. So we worked on an early 2000 Astro van, and we did a bunch of air conditioning work, and we disturbed the line down at what we call the vacuum pod. So they came in, and they said, you throttle up hard, air conditioning goes away. So we go drive it, and what happens is it goes to the vent, up to the defrost. We have three vent positions. we got defrost, defrost, center vent, and floor. So it's going to default up there. So it looks like the AC stopped working, but in reality the blower is still blowing, but it's blowing it up against the windshield. So you need to take it back to them because I'm pretty sure you're going to be able to say, ever since you worked on it, I'm very happy, but here's a problem that it has now. I think you gave it to me. Now, I promise you that 99% of the time they've knocked one of the lines off of that uh, vacuum pod that's in front of the right front tire but up high. Okay. And sometimes you have to disassemble some stuff. But also let me ask you a question. Is this the first time you had major AC work in a 2001? Yes, sir. They replaced the whole system. It was somebody that you I, guys refer um, on your okay. your website. Um, and we've right. done work with them many times. But, yes, that's the first time we've actually had any work, and they, they replaced the whole system. Okay. You're talking about the orifice tube, and that orifice tube has filled a screen on each end of it. And okay. it's very fine screen, and that's what fills up with metal that tells us the compressor's coming apart. In the center of that is a small piece of brass pipe with an opening about the size of two human hairs, so maybe three thousandths of an inch. Mm-hmm. And that meters the flow of Freon through there. But if, if the filters, the little screen filters on either side of this little bitty tube, if they're plugged up, then obviously it causes lots of problems. So I think you did a good shape, but I, I would go back to them. Ask, answer this question. Did they give you this problem when they did their work? Did you have it before? Okay, yeah, I didn't have it before, but um, I lost them that. Okay. And they're, they're a fine right. company to work with, so I'm not going to mention the yeah. name. I, I don't want to give them a bad rep because every time I've dealt with them, they're going to deal with me. No, tell oh, us who they are. It's okay. Oh, yeah, no, it's Kelly Clark. And, okay. And uh, yeah. one that was on Bell Road. And, um, okay. But they've been great, you know, and I'm sure when I walk back there, I'm still under warranty. And Okay. So I, well, the key here is, is this is a repair that should take a seasoned technician about five minutes to fix. And, and and all you're going to say to them is on medium to hard acceleration, the air stops blowing out of the center vents, and then when I back off the throttle and it seems like the engine builds vacuum, then it comes back to the center vent. Okay. That's it. And, yeah, and no, like I, I said, they knocked the line off. That's all that – I mean, I am 99% sure they knocked the line off because that's what my guys did. So I've done okay. there. I've done that. Thank you, John. Thank you very much. Okay. I want to talk to you about something. I got some well, – let me tell you something. I'm up at the ranch right now in Payson. A friend of mine's wife got sick up here, and they air her down to Phoenix, and the uh, helicopter bill was $43,000. So I, I called a couple of friends of mine. One of them is a pilot for those medical helicopters, and he says, you need to call Aravac and ask them about their 
warranty policy, not warranty, but their their policy. And I said, what do I ask him? And he goes, well, I think that you can pay X amount of dollars a year, and if you have to be flown anywhere in the Phoenix area, and Aravac happens to be the one that does it, and they're the big ones anyway, he says, then you don't pay anything. So I called Aravac up, and I said, hey, I'm up in Payson, and I'm getting up, up in my age, and so is my wife. She's like 80, I think. And uh, and so if we get Aravac down to the valley, um, do you have a program for that? She says, yes, we do. She says it covers everybody at your house, only your house, and we need their names in advance. I said, well, it's just Mark and Renee. And she says, okay. I said, how much is that? She says, $50 a year. I said, no, 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 you don't understand. I want the free helicopter ride. <laughs> and she says, Mr. Salem, it's $50 a year. And I said, okay, but if my kids come up here and one of my grandkids gets hurt in a quad accident or gets bucked off a horse, she says they're not covered. And I said, well, how about if I insure them at their houses in Phoenix? She says they're covered. So I said, for $150, my whole family gets covered. Yes, you do, for one year. I said, wow, that's pretty cool. So, and she says, but even better, because if your kids are in Phoenix and they have a car accident, and the kids or the your kids, your older kids or your grandkids are aerovac from the from the car accident, they're covered. Any kind of service in our geographical area is covered. So, what I'm driving home is is for $150 a year, I'm covering my whole family in case there's an accident and they need to be aerovac. They're not going to get a $43,000 or a $20,000 or whatever bill they're going to get. They're not going to get it. Now, there's a method to my madness. I got something in the mail the other day, and it says, as a service to our customers, I'd like to introduce to you an offer. The offer brings home protection plans to owners like you to help guard against the cost and inconvenience of home repairs. Please read the information. So basically it says that this is an electrical company, and you may not be protected, Mr. Salem, in case of an electrical breakdown. You're responsible for the cost associated with the interior and exterior of your house. We offer a complete blah, 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 blah. And in the small writing, it says, with multiple service calls per year, up into your benefit amount of $3,000 for exterior electrical components and $2,500 for interior electrical wiring. It costs you $5.99 a month and help protect you. So raise your hand if you've ever replaced the electrical panel on the outside of your house. Raise your hand or call right now, 602-508-0960. Right now, call. You've replaced the 200-amp, 300-amp electrical panel on the outside of your house. Call in. The idea is, is where the risk associated with this is so small. However, this large electrical company, and I, you know, rather than disparage both of them, it's APS. This electrical company is selling you a something that for $6 a month times 12 $72 a year and and in my opinion the risk and reward is way out of whack obviously times 10,000 or 100,000 or 200,000 or 800,000 customers $72 a year is a lot of money but I'm not buying this warranty I'm not buying it because the chances of me needing an an, an electrical panel on the outside of my house a 200 amp panel or 300 amp power is just slim and none i'm an I've, I've been around the block i've never met anybody that's done that i've never seen anybody that's done that but they do cover the interior and they do say let me pull that back up again here it says interior for electrical wiring the fact of the matter is is 
I haven't had anything that I can't fix or my neighbor guy can't fix with electrical because if you have a bad GFI, then you just go buy one new one at Home Depot. But anyway, you can make your choice yourself. But I wanted to show you the difference between a helicopter ride for $43,000, according to Julius and his wife, and he showed me the receipt. And then we've got this electrical problem for $72 a year. The risk and reward is off balance. So I just thought I'd bring that up to you and, and let you know. Let me tell you something else that's wadded up my underwear. Ford has always told everybody, along with the rest of them, that you have to buy Ford original parts. They've often said that the aftermarket parts aren't as good as our Motocraft parts. Now remember, Motocraft. So we're opening up our service base to non-Ford vehicles. We're not going to put Motocraft parts on your car. Those are just for Ford. But we're, we're going to put, they're called Omnicraft parts. So notice the craft, Motocraft, Omnicraft. So we're going to improve our customer experience through competitive pricing, quality, and convenience. Well, I wish Motocraft was that way. For the Ford launch, Ford focused on most of the commonly requested parts. Now, Listen to this, folks. Oil filters, brake pads, rotors, calipers, loaded struts, starters, and alternators. Air filters, brake master cylinders, and wheel hub assemblies. We're talking about cherry-picking the parts that we sell the most. We're cherry-picking. So what we're doing is, is we've got this list of parts that we know is in the top 20% of all the parts. So you can do whatever you want to do, but I'm a little upset that all of a sudden Motocraft is still the king, but we're going to buy these other, in the past, substandard parts, and we're going to put them on your Chevrolets, your Ford, your Toyotas, your Hondas, all that kind of stuff. So it's just playing games. Now keep in mind there's no part of your Ford that was made in a Ford factory. The alternator is made by Hitachi. The mass airflow sensor is by Denso. The brakes are Bendix. The oil filter is a champ. The air filter is a champ. Your battery is by General Dynamics, who makes batteries for everybody. So there is nothing on your Ford that's made in a Ford factory, although your car is assembled in a Ford factory. And your Ford, your Chevrolet, your Toyota, your Honda, your Dodge, your Chrysler is built by parts from the lowest bidder. Just don't forget that. So. I get a little wound up because somebody says their parts are better than others. In reality, there's lots of good name brand parts. There's a lot of parts out there that are better than the ones at Chevrolet, Ford, Chrysler, Toyota, and Honda. There's a lot of the parts on their cars that I can buy in a different box. There is a Denso mass airflow sensor where they ground the D off. And Denso is a new company from Nip and Denso. So how does that grab you Ford people that you've got a Nip and Denso mass airflow sensor? The fact of the matter is it's a good product. It's a good piece. It's made by Denso, and it's a company that I buy from. So just be careful about parts. Worry about warranty and price. I'll see you next Saturday.
Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.